As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and Things flapping their wings on. All I know is Zach said he has a game where Shield don't read both 7,000. <laughs> and I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do and, it. And so the yeah, purpose that's of. That's oh, really oh, what I needed was not to get at least one more reader. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a late Friday morning as the Eagles prepare to play the New York Giants on Sunday, our first live YouTube show in a couple weeks. We've got Sheila Kapadia, we've got Marissa Morris, we've got Zach Berman, and the background that is uh, making waves all over the place, Doug Peterson's favorite background. Zach, how you doing? Doing great. I think it's important for our, our branding here. We're on YouTube, but to, to know that we are an athletic podcast, so make sure you subscribe to The Athletic for uh, Shields Picks. You can actually, like, you joke with me about stock tips it, you can make a lot of money just picking shields games you can make your subscription money back yeah. well you know what there's there's this commenter randy who's really getting on my nerves you know he mm. thinks that i'm somehow cheating with these picks and so i posted my record and by accident i put one game that i i thought i pushed on last week but i lost on and so he corrected me <laughs> in the comments but he goes in there every week and is telling people I've got issues with math and that I'm cheating on my <laughs> record. There's a third party site that's keeping track of, they keep track of like all media types records. And so uh, they've got my record. I mean, I, my, my picks are literally out there. Is it Chris Long's time. podcast or? Uh, mm. No, no. But I mean, this guy, you know, I know it shouldn't you think bother it's Templar? me, but this guy gets on my nerves and needles me every week. You think it's Templar? It's Randy. I don't know. Randy, if you're a listener. Leave me alone. Okay. This harassment yeah. must stop. Fair enough. Uh, well, we've got a lot to get to on the show today. We'll do our bird on the street, get the latest news about this Eagles team. We'll do a crow thine enemy to 
re-familiarize ourselves with the Giants team that the Eagles played just a couple weeks ago. We will have super sorecasting with a new tweak in the rules that I know everybody's a little bit excited about. I actually don't even know if we told Marissa about this. No. And uh, then we'll close <laughs> Good with, job. with we'll Crystal Ball Deagle. We're just changing the amount of turkeys to incentivize a little okay. bit more, uh, more of a bidding war. So, How about your flex with the Masters Polo? Oh, yeah, big time. Ah, what a, And good. I texted you, what a just an all-time dunderheaded move not to extend paternity leave through the weekend to allow really? myself to just watch the Masters and not I cover mean, the game on Sunday. What a, one of the dumbest moves by anybody in 2020, I would say. Now, that's a high bar or a low bar, <laughs> relatively speaking. <laughs> that tells you how what I think of it. All right, fair enough. Uh, we've got plenty to get to. You know, there's this thing that, um, that Casey has been doing recently where – uh, you know how like a lot of these children's books on the back of the books, like on the back cover, it has a bunch of the different pictures of other similar books that you can buy. And so, you know, he these books that he likes, he always wants to turn over the back seat. And I want to get, you know, little blue truck, this little blue truck, this little blue truck. Mm, yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and it's cute. And it's, you know, he's he's doing a very good job with these books, but he keeps asking for more books. And we're, you know, we're trying to teach him to be um, a little bit more grateful. And I know, Sheila, you are famously grateful you know, sending your, your thank you notes to people after you left the Eagles, to uh, the people in the front office. So I'm hoping that, that I'm going to get uh, a thank you note from you for, uh, you know, making your wish come true. Scratching your itch. Um, not a bad spot at all by you, Shield. Thank you uh, for joining me tonight for the first time. Um, but I've known, I've known you a long time, uh, and it's good. People should really check out – Shields work at, at the athletic, um, being serious, one of the, the best, uh, writers in the game, you know, you've, you, you were kind of a beat guy and now you've moved on past plebs like that. And you're a national guy now. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad you said I had to edge over Bo Wolf. So I, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't say that totally. Well, but you, I'll, you, I'll put, I'll put words in your mouth. You I had a good, you had a good, uh, parting shot. Yeah. Their podcast is, uh, birds with friends, uh, at the athletic. You know, talk about your all-time backstabs. I, what are you I talking the, about? I set this up for you. This this dream that you've been hoping to live. You finally you finally get your itch scratch, and then you throw me right under the bus. First of all, that's been part of my brand since the first time we started this podcast. I mean, if I started being nice to you during these podcasts, during other public appearances on social media, people would wonder what's wrong. They would think we hated each other. So I have to continue. That is the beauty of Birds with Friends is the jabs back and forth. And thank you. Yeah, it was obviously a courtesy invite. You know, Greg Rosenthal heard you say during your appearance that Shield's been itching to come on. He felt bad, invited me on, and so I had to go on and do it. Now, how do we, Zach? Are you going to be hosting the around the NFL show next week? How do, how do we? How do you uh, want? Yeah, I I certainly doubt it. You know, I was I was talking to someone earlier, and uh, I introduced myself, and they said, "Oh, you work with the guy who Peter King writes about, and Chris and Chris Long talks about, right?" And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I work with those two guys." So, uh, uh, no, you say no, I'm, I'm 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 the beat writer of the year, dude. Put some respect on my name. No, I, I you're only as good as your next story. So I've been grinding away <laughs> my stories, right? You know. I, should we get to? Uh, I was going to save it for later, but since we've we've got it all teed up, we might as well get to the uh, the Chris Long toss as well. I haven't heard this one. Here's the deal, man. Shio Kapadia, who's a good nice writer for the Athletic, focuses on you know the Eagles and does great work. You know, he had a really good article that was very timely. We've been talking about doing this Carson thing for a day or two, and this thing popped up yesterday. So I was like, great, let me see what what he's talking about. I mean, he points out 35 games since the ACL, 17 and 17 and one. 
uh, and hasn't been the same guy. His completion rate over expectations way down if you're into the analytics, which Shield is. Um, he notes two big analytical differences. He's worse under pressure, and he's actually throwing into less tight windows. That makes sense. First one makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, you, you can see it. Um, he's 25% positive play when pressured, which is last in the league, basically. In 2017, he was top five in making chicken salad out of chicken shit, right? We yeah. had a lot of talent around us, et cetera. So the pressure's getting to him. It's getting to him on the field, and it's getting to him figuratively. It's hard being Carson Wentz right now. Shout out to uh, Ethan from Lawrence, Kansas, who hooked Marissa up with the time code for that bad boy at the uh, at the last second. Really one of the best pronunciations by anybody of my name I've heard, like somebody who didn't check with me before. Yeah. It's a fantastic job by him. Now, what, what did he say about the chicken salad? Was he talking about 2017, he thought? Carson when was? he was under, yeah, when he was under pressure, meaning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Okay. I kept that part in because I thought that was a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he 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 sort of is. I mean, I, I would like to listen to that whole segment, but it seems like he's sort of indicating that this narrative that the scheme and like the coaching and this, you know, everything was great around Wentz in 2017. He's sort of dismissing that a little bit, which is, you know, I I thought I did a little bit of that uh, in the article, or am I reading understanding that wrong? No, I think yeah, no, he's yeah. he's agreeing with your point that um that there that. Carson Wentz was still under pressure a lot in 2017 oh, and just okay, made good. more of it, I think. Yeah. Like like that Washington game, that that Washington Monday night game, he wasn't coached, you know, to to escape right. from that pressure there and scramble for the first down or or make that throw to Corey Clement. That's just to use Chris's analogy, making chicken salad out of chicken. <laughs> mm, first name basis. I like that. Oh, well, that's that, that's <laughs> interesting. That's that. somebody who was, uh, you know, in the locker room and, and knows Wentz well, feels like those numbers kind of back up. Uh, what his impression was, so that that is interesting. Make sure you who are uh, watching the show live on YouTube in the comments are dropping your suggestions for some super sarcastic uh, predictions. We Marissa will pick out three of those before we get to those. Zach, before we get to uh, you know the the update, the news update, did, you said uh, on Wednesday you had some you had some baby questions. You want to get to those? No, we'll 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 fill them in organically. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if, it, if if there was gonna be baby conversation that I should be party to, but I, I'm happy to to see you here on and, and and you don't seem as tired as I would expect. So you're handling a good job. I read your chat yesterday on the athletic. You said that so far so good in terms of like like two three hours on two three hours off, and uh, it seems the second time around you you really have a good hang of it. Not that you didn't the first time. Yeah, I think let's but. let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's been a week, okay. but um, sounds yeah, like uh, sounds like national uh, NFL writers saying what a great job the league's done with COVID. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there's there there's going to be plenty of other shoes left to drop, but uh, it has been it has been a good uh, first couple of weeks. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to the latest in Bird on the Street. We send it now to our Stone Cold newsman Zach Berman. Alshon Jeffrey has been a full participant in practice the past two days, and it appears as if he's in line to make his season debut. What exactly will his role be? Doug Peterson says they have a plan for Alshon Jeffrey, but he will not reveal what that plan is. Uh, He says Alshon Jeffrey still needs to get through 
practice on Friday and that they can't just throw him in, that they know it's going to take some time, but pay attention to Alshon Jeffrey's workload. It certainly appears that Miles Sanders is going to be back and Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson's been limited in practice this week, but that seems to be, to be more maintenance. There's optimism, although take that for what you will. There's been optimism for players in the past as well. Miles Sanders spoke uh, of, uh, before the show, and it certainly sounds like he's going to be good to go. Isaac Sayamalu is a player to watch here. He's not on the injury report because he's not yet on the 53-man roster, but he's been, based on what Doug Peterson said, limited in practice this week. So I was at practice yesterday and in the portion available to reporters to watch, he was taking those left guard snaps. So if they're preparing for the game, he was in there next to Jason Peters, but that's going to be based on how he's feeling, how he gets through the week. So we'll know that in the next 24 hours, the injured player on the 53 who does not appear ready to play right now is Craig James. Craig James. uh, We'll see what goes on. James Craig. Craig James. Okay. Uh, he he did not practice uh, the past two days. Of this <laughs> uh, the Eagles have have practiced today at one fifteen. More than that, if you go back to uh, Eagles Weekly. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we will know then if uh, if Craig James was a full participant today. But this could be a, another week without James. And in that case, watch out for Michael Jaquette getting a practice squad elevation, practice squad call up. For Sunday's game. So, so those are the injury stories of note. Uh, I don't know if this qualifies for the news segment of the show, but since our last podcast, there was a, an interesting press conference that gained a lot of attention when Doug Peterson was asked one time about Brett Favre's comments that they, that the Eagles should have kept Nick Foles and he respected Brett Favre's opinion and, and didn't really offer offer a take. He was followed up a second time with uh, we're assuming that's not your opinion. And Doug Peterson still didn't offer opinion, just said he respects Brett Favre and leaves it at that. And then a third time when Once, it was twice, presented, three times a Dougie, it was presented to Doug Peterson well, that, this is going to get blown out of proportion unless you want to clarify it. And that's when Doug said, don't put words in my mouth. Carson's our guy, so on and so forth. That's more of a talk radio conversation, but it certainly is something that, that came up this week. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that, that's the news. The injury report is not as exhaustive as it's been in past podcasts. Uh, well, let's, real, hold on real, real quick. The, the commenters are uh, doing – I don't know if this happened organically or if Marissa told them to, but they're doing sore casting colon when they have a sore casting comment, oh. which is very helpful because then I can look at the other comments that we want to read mm. out and I won't look at those. So, uh, so keep that coming. Okay. Thanks. Uh, fair point. Uh, on the, on the Doug, let's go to the last thing you talked about the Favre thing. Uh, to me, that was like sort of reporters trying to, trying to help Doug crawl out of the, his own hole after the first question. Like, uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say what you really want to say here, Doug. And he just didn't do it. Well, the third one was definitely okay. that. Like the third one was, was like, was like, Doug, I'm just going to give you one. Like the second one was more incredulous. Uh, okay. Like we're assuming that's not what you think. Right? right. You know, the, then the third one was like, whoa, Doug, this is going to get blown out of proportion unless you say right now that Carson's your guy. And he actually thanked the person who asked the question at the end there. Um, the first person asked the question uh, was was Shields' old old partner, Tim McManus. 
And knowing Tim, he probably would have been happy if like just that no, one. <laughs> yeah, right. There was no follow up. Just yeah, just that first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I I say that with all you know, like with all due respect. Obviously. I mean, do you read anything into this? Uh, no. My interpretation is that like Doug didn't want to rip on Brett Favre, and that he was thinking about uh, Favre. He was thinking about his former teammate more so protecting than Favre instead of protecting. Yeah, Favre. like yeah, like it's like Bo Bo doesn't want to rip on Brett Favre either. Yeah, please. <laughs> Brett Favre of famously backing winners, famously picking the right candidate in, in 2020. <laughs> no, like I, I really think I, I, I don't know this. I haven't talked to Doug about it, but I really think Doug like, like didn't want the headline to be Doug Peterson goes after his, his former quarterback, you know, or I'm sorry. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I first you of know what all, else I think is funny. Imagine how, how poorly Nick Foles and Brett Favre would get along. Yeah, I think I know that's right. I was going to say I think that's right, but I know that's right. I mean, I, I think two very different uh, human beings with very different sort of life experiences yeah. and uh, perspectives. I don't but, think Nick Foles is sending, uh, you know, two. All picks. right. All right. OK, uh, so I, I didn't watch this entire uh, press conference, but obviously have been uh, keeping up with it. And, uh, you know, on one hand, it's like Doug Peterson is in year five of press conferences in Philadelphia. And this is not really a tricky question. I mean, there is a very easy way to say Brett has his opinion. I don't feel that way. We have a lot of trust and confidence in Carson Wentz. That's why we chose him. That's why we paid him. And we think he's going to have a, you know, a great second half of the season for us. You know, that maybe you don't get, maybe you don't get that the first time, the second time (laughs) you should, you should, uh, you should probably, get that so i mean i don't know obviously at the end it seems like he did finally clarify and explain that that's what he meant but uh i don't know they're just very clumsy with these things over and over and over again and my understanding uh from a source is that uh, since i didn't watch the carson wentz press conference i'll say from a source is that he didn't seem ready to answer the follow-up question about what brett said and then what doug said is is that accurate uh was he ready yeah. for it or did he know what no. the question was like? No, I, I think after the first question, he, he thought that was that, you know, and then, okay. you know, he's like, I respect the opinion. And then the second one, he was just kind of dismissive to the second one. And the third one, uh, it might have registered with him, like, you know, what what this topic can do in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like, can we just can we just erase Brett Favre? from like the zeitgeist can can he not just be a part of our football conversations anymore i i actually had a a, a different in, interpretation like can we put to end the nick Foles versus carson wentz debate in the sense that the organization made their decision you know like they in the same offseason they let nick Foles go and they gave carson wentz a 127 million dollar contract like that indicated what the organization wanted to do Right. Now, I, I will say, like, it is, it's not like, you know, Brett Favre just opining on some random team. Like, he's, yeah. he is Doug Peterson's good buddy. Peterson brought him in to speak to the yeah. team on the eve of the Super Bowl. So that's why it was brought up to him. Yes, exactly. Right. So it's, it's, it's not totally, uh, you know, it's not an unfair question. And no, 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 absolutely. I agree. I agree with you. I'm, I'm talking more about the debate to begin with. And a matter of fact, uh, in a few minutes here, the Eagles download will appear online and there's a flex section on that. And that double duty out of you also dropping a banger on the, uh, the Michael Vick game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, so, and in there, I, I point out that uh, like typically if someone on, on television 
brings up this debate, it's not getting much attention beyond those airwaves. But because of Brett Favre's relationship with Doug Peterson, the speculation was that perhaps he was informed by conversation with Doug Peterson. Well, I mean, Nick Foles, the, the only quarterback whose numbers are on par with Carson Wentz this year, you know, Nick Foles is among the three or four or five. So, I mean, I, I don't necessarily, yes, the organization made their decision. I do think if anybody wants to have that discussion intelligently, I don't think it's just Nick Foles uh, versus Carson Wentz. I think it's Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz and at least one first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that really was the decision that if they were really like serious about it. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, when they played that game against the Saints in the playoffs, you know, if they win that game. Yeah. Then it then uh, it suddenly becomes sort of a conversation. You well, have to think I mean, about. and they, they very well. I mean, it's an Alshon Jeffrey drop. From right. Likely winning that game. Yeah. So like one or two wins. Oh, away. I disagree with that. I know. So that's a little bit overstated. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so one or two wins away from maybe, I mean, if he gets you back to the Super Bowl for the second consecutive year, then it becomes like a sure. really, really tough conversation. But so if anyone's going to have that conversation, I agree with you. You know, I'm kind of bored, uh, bored with it now, even though we just spent like 45 minutes uh, on it, I guess. But if you're going to have that conversation, it has to be Wentz, uh, I beat Foles, and whatever compensation you would have gotten for Wentz, which would have been great, you know, I mean, yes. really good compensation versus Wentz and nothing for Foles. Yep. You know, they, as they told us, they just wanted to do Foles this big favor. <laughs> yeah, he'd done so much for the organization. Yeah, you know, you know the, they owed it to him. Is that as mad as you've ever seen me, Bo, at the at the combine when national reporters were uh, were running with that nonsense storyline that the Eagles were doing Foles a big favor by letting him do, you know? I feel like I've I've seen you matter, but that was as as a passive aggressive a shot at other people as I've ever seen you tweet. Oh, all right, I'll take that. I'll work on that. I'll try. I, I feel like it's definitely in me to beat that this year. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can be even snippier. Okay. Uh, uh, now well, someone speaking... mentioned someone mentioned Marissa's wearing a mock turtleneck. Is that a mock <laughs> turtleneck or a regular? I don't know it is a mock. I don't know what that means. It goes yeah, here. I've never means. understood. Yeah. I've never understood it actually. No. So oh, so the really? mock turtleneck. Yeah. The, the, the mock turtleneck is when you don't have the fold over. No fold. Yeah. No fold. no fold. It's yeah. it's the top. It doesn't Brady. really go that high. It's kind of like. Yeah, I don't. That might just be like a different collar. I don't know if that yeah. even qualifies for a mock turtleneck. <laughs> it's comfortable. Okay. You listen, they've commented okay. on what every single one of us is wearing. There was a half zip comment. There was a well, low polo flex, and there was a football hipster take on me. So yeah, well, it was funny because on the on your on your thing last night with with Greg Rosenthal, you said you know I'm not wearing a, a checkered shirt like a hipster. Meanwhile, you're like always wearing a checkered shirt on our broadcast. Love a checkered shirt. You know, I was gonna wear the same shirt. I wanted to wear that same shirt that I wore. For that podcast here, but you know, uh, I knew someone you would, would have called it. you out for it. Yeah, that someone would be would have been you. I don't think I, I would have remembered. I checked. Flex. I checked my past few live streams to make sure I didn't wear the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice. People I was are like, okay, what did yeah. I wear the past three? Yeah. Now, what's our mug check today, Marissa? Oh, it looked same like mug. a large one. Yeah, mm. that Everyone one looks monstrous. <laughs> someone said it looks like I'm drinking out of a fish tank. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a time so, and place for that. So, uh, uh, wait, just a, a little behind the scenes today. The 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 schedule is different than a typical Friday. The Eagles are in the intensive protocol, um, and and so they adjusted their their daily schedule because they they have meetings at home. 
and then they have to get to the facility. Uh, so interviews are being done right now. And I have it on a screen to the side of me. It's on mute. But if you see me turning my head, it's because I'm looking at that screen and oh. I see Will Parks giving like this real animated answer. Uh, I, I, I have it on in the off Ask him if he wants to come on the show. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but so it's 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 funny to see because you don't hear what they're saying. You just hear you you see Will Parks like, uh, you know, talking very animatedly. So uh, that so that's a little behind the scenes here. Speaking of behind the scenes, I am hoping that um, we're going to get another reveal from behind your athletic Zoom background. That it's you know there's somebody in the mirror again, or Marissa's right behind you, or something fun <laughs> no. like that. No, no, it's nothing. That, like that would be fun if someone jumped out of there. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of speaking of Alshon Jeffrey, I think that's sort of the the one interesting piece of injury stuff heading into this game that you talked about, Zach. What is your uh, what is your expectation for what we're going to see from Alshon Jeffrey? Yes, my guess is Alshon's going to play, but he's not going to have the Alshon role from when he was last on on the field. I, I still sure believe Fulgham and Jalen Rager will be the top two uh, receivers for the Eagles. I think Alshon can cut into some of Greg Ward's snaps. Um, Perhaps a few of high tower snaps if if they move Jalen Rager over to that high tower spot in in the offense. I think with high tower and with Fogelm, they have some flexibility. But I think you're you're looking at maybe like 15 snaps uh, from Alshon. I I I I don't know that to be certain, but that's what I would imagine. I said on the uh, on the chat the other day that you know we had talked about in the summer where Alshon, he was one of the, the players, according to Football Outsiders, who he had the biggest delta in terms of his performance from being in the slot to on the outside. And with Zach Ertz out, I feel like there's a chance for maybe that's Alshon's role is the plays that they would normally run in 12 personnel with, with Zach Ertz. Alshon can sort of run those types of routes. Wait, Alshon Jeffrey, has? It, they said he was good in the slot? Yes, but like he was uh, in terms of uh, difference between his performance in the slot versus on the outside. He w- he had one of the biggest deltas in in terms of better in the slot. Huh, interesting. I'm gonna have to check the numbers on this. That feels like a small sample, but I could be. Uh, it was a pretty small sample. He did not take a ton of sna- uh, of snaps in the slot. Okay. But I think it's an, an opportunity for him to be successful potentially. And I mean, this is it's it's maybe even more glaring than. Uh, the Peters Mylotta thing, although I think it's pretty much the exact same. If you know, if Alshon is somehow taking more snaps than Travis Fulgham, light the city on fire. I thought yeah, Zeberm I don't anticipate that happening. Yeah, I thought Zeberm had the right uh, right analysis of this earlier in the week, which was that Alshon would be stealing from Greg Ward's snaps. Right. Uh, you, you know, and I think Jalen Rager uh, certainly is somebody whose skill set should fit in the slot. And uh, I'm trying to look up Jeffrey's slot numbers now, but I feel like Travis Fulgham, even as a big slot could be a little bit intriguing. And uh, did you know that Travis Fulgham's last four games, uh, that stretch where he has like 350, whatever yards receiving better than any four game stretch of Alshon Jeffrey's Eagles career. I would imagine so. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's an elite stretch, but I, I don't think like there's, there's a lot of anti-Alshon uh, sentiment based on the contract and probably the, the, the way the past two years have gone. Um, but, but like Alshon's a competent NFL wide receiver. You know, you can do worse than having Alshon Jeffrey on the field. 
was we will find out if he yes, is yes, I, I would yes. say and then was. we'll see how the injury affects him but i'm saying but it's 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 not as if like they're rolling a guy out for old timers day like like alshon jeffrey uh, well, like the rest of the roster uh, yeah so I, i'm i'm just pointing that out in the last full game he played was not full game not full gum full gum the last full game he played down in miami <laughs> against bad cornerbacks but uh was the second best game he had in, in, in an eagles uniform yeah, it's his only good game of the year. All right, yes. so that 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 slot not stuff about Jeffrey is is uh, is a bad job by a very good uh, statistical website. I mean, he had because seven. He, didn't... he had seven catches in the slot last okay. year. I mean, what are we talking about here? Thirty-four snaps. Okay, well, he was on their leaderboard. That's all. <laughs> I mean, Lane... I, mean I can't I can't fact check everything on every uh, every I'm leaderboard. Not, I, I didn't say almanac. you. I didn't say yeah. you, but you are wearing a master's polo, so you should be good at checking leaderboards. Lane Someone... Johnson's now on the screen next to me here. Oh, anything could happen. You can now... see Zach. Zach, do you need to take a minute? Who I mean, is it? Lane, Lane Johnson. Johnson. Uh, I mean, you can go if you want to. I mean, he no, could that's tell. Okay. That's okay. He could tell Brett Favre to go to hell or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is your? Do you guys uh, know if Alshon's contract for next season is guaranteed if he gets hurt? I haven't looked into it, but I thought they were free after this year. I thought so too, but somebody brought this up in the chat. Um, because if that's the case, then he should not be playing. But I'll have to look that up too. Uh, I don't think that that is the case. All right, why don't we get to uh, why don't we get to a little crow thine enemy? If uh, if you'd like to give us a little spin around the the New York Giants, Doctor Capadia. I know this is a team that has uh, played a little bit better over the past couple of weeks than they were playing heading into that last Eagles game. Oh, I thought we were just going to play the clip since they just played them two weeks ago. No, you, we want to do it again. You, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, you, Marissa would have done that, but you can't just spring that on. Well, I, you didn't tell I, me to pull it. I, I was just going to say, Marissa, play the clip and see how nervous she got there. But I, I decided that, that that would have been mean because she takes her job uh, much more seriously than than we do. All right. The Giants. Yeah, I would say that I would say they've been competitive in all but one game this year uh there was a game against the 49ers where they got crushed but every other game they've been competitive you know the record is not good they're two and seven with a minus 51 point differential the advanced stats they're 25th in overall efficiency but yeah the, the, since the last two times you know in the last two weeks since we last saw them they were very competitive against the buccaneers you know they they really had an opportunity to win that game on monday night Daniel Jones, uh, I thought, played terribly in that game. I mean, the announcers did a good job of pointing out just how many opportunities downfield he was missing during that game. And so they had a chance. They blew it there. I think they needed a, yeah, they needed a two-point try at the end, I believe. Didn't get that to force overtime. And then last week they beat Washington, where, you know, Washington is not good, but Washington's defense has played really well. I think they're first uh, in DVOA against the pass, if I'm not uh not mistaken. So their defense has played well That's correct. this season. And um, they're, they're not, I mean, let's be honest. The last time the Eagles played them, you know. It, they should have won the game. Yeah, it took like a miracle at the end, uh, at the end there for the Eagles to come back uh, and put together two drives in the fourth quarter. So uh, some personnel stuff, you know, Daniel Jones is really the same guy we've seen. Um he didn't turn the ball over last week, but he still fumbled twice. So I don't know how much credit you really want to give him, uh, give him for that. Wayne Goldman, and uh, I'll be honest, uh, I had no idea until like last week that Alfred Morris 
was. I, I uh, thought I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. I thought people were joking on Twitter. He was playing well too. I think he averaged like seven yards a carry in that game. Unbelievable. Last week. So uh, Wayne Goldman and Alfred Morris. I need to look uh, into. It, I need match. to now look into uh, you know the players who have played for every team in a division. I feel like because if mm. Alfred Morris is just an Eagles an Eagles uh, stint away. Uh, I'm sure you have a spreadsheet somewhere that has uh, most of that. The problem, the problem is, I probably, I, I probably do have a spreadsheet. I'll just have no way to find it. Mm, I don't know. That's right. Bad uh, labeling. Darius Slayton got shut down by Darius Slay in the first matchup. Uh, Evan Ingram has just been this sort of maddeningly frustrating player for Giants fans this year. You know, he flashes. He can get open. You see the athleticism. Uh, he's probably, you know, you know, should be one of their biggest offensive weapons, but he has bad drops. He has other mistakes. And so, uh, you know, he's been a bit of a disappointment. But certainly, as we've discussed, if he makes that catch in the first game, then we have a whole different narrative uh, narrative that week. Uh, Sterling Shepard was involved in that first game. Golden Tate, uh, he had the touchdown in that game. Since then, Joe Judge said, you're staying home. You're not coming with us uh, to this game in Washington. And, and so he got uh, he got benched there. And then since he got injured this week, so I, yeah. I don't think he's going to play. Has he been ruled out this week, uh, Zach? Do you know? I, no, he left practice okay. yesterday, I, I believe. With okay. We don't know the severity of it. Yet. Yeah. So so we'll see. I, I think the reports were that it, it seems like the type of injury where he mm. would miss this game. Uh, but we will find out if he does or not. Brings in a fellow named Austin Mack. Austin Mack, their leading well. pass catcher. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a good name to have, I feel like. you know, I, I'm kind of in on you right away, Austin Mack. I feel like you should be pretty good without knowing anything else about you. I feel he like Austin Mack is a pass at... rusher, though. No. <laughs> okay. Like from, I feel uh, like that's the position that I would – I mean, I guess that's more – maybe that's a Khalil Mack thing, but I feel mm-hmm. like Austin Mack is a good – I want him on the edge. Uh, but, uh, no, he, he was a big prospect at Ohio State who, mm-hmm. who, who came on early – and uh, but later in his career, really didn't do much, and and was undrafted. I believe they signed him, and yeah. um, has has some uh, measurables that you, that you like, and yeah, had a, had a good game last week. Bless you for knowing Austin Mack's uh, backstory, Zach. Unbelievable. <laughs> do you think he comes yeah. out to uh, Craig Mack? No, I've Return of the Mack. Okay. Oh, so so my wedding song he's stealing. I like him Ooh, even more. Nice. All right. Uh, let's see. Their offensive line's been a little bit better over the past couple of weeks too, I believe. They have something that you would love with their offensive line. Have you seen what they're doing? I, I would hope not. You've been on paternity. Yeah. Uh, no. They are employing. I know they've got Shane they Lemieux em- at left guard instead of Will Hernandez. Well, they are employing a offensive tackle rotation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They've um, got. Bo loves these. He loves the rotation. <laughs> yes. I love not, the O line rotation. Not only that, but there's some buzz. There's some buzz that they could also employ an offensive guard rotation this week. I mean, they could just be cycling guys in and out every snap. You don't know who's out there. So, I, you know, if there's anything you're going to be excited about with the Joe Judge era, it's that they're just cycling in and out these offensive tackles and offensive guards. Yeah, that's very exciting. Uh, who's the, who's, who are the tackles rotating? Uh, it's, Matt, it's... Matt Pert is coming in for, uh, uh, for Fleming. For and Fleming. He, Andy Andrew Thomas, but but Thomas has played okay. better, even though you know you labeled him a bust who would never start another game. Last time we did the Eagles Giants. Uh... Well, I I labeled him the worst of the first round tackles, and I think that's proven out. <laughs> over eight, over eight, eight games. games. Yeah. Well, yeah, Becton and and Werfs have been and Wills have all been very good. Okay, all right. this guy's been a jabron. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's their offense. I feel like we spent too much time on the Giants, but I'll cycle yeah. through there. I mean, uh, Daniel Jones is going to give you some opportunities to pick the ball. That's all you yeah, need to know. I Gallman, agree. I thought does. I think Gallman does have a little bit of juice. You like a Gallman? Okay. He showed that juice in that Eagles game. I think that's when he sort of broke out. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, defensively, they they dominated some... the Eagles up front in that game. Yeah, they've uh, a got couple weeks ago. They've got the big boys up front. I think it'll be tough to run the ball against them. Uh, James Bradbury has been playing really well. I was looking at their DVOA against number one receivers, and they are fourth against number one receivers. Where do you think the Eagles are? Eighth. Uh, two. Seventh. Okay. Still very good, but not quite as good as the uh, as the Giants there. So there you go. I don't really feel like talking more about their defense. Not much about the defense. They do a lot of like disguise stuff and. Um, they've been playing. Uh, they've been moving guys all over the place in the back. They don't blitz very much. Not a lot. Not a ton of talented edge rushers. Yeah, I think they're coached pressure well. up the middle. Uh, you know, their their defensive yeah. coordinator Patrick Graham has gotten some uh, some buzz. Schemed up a game winning interception last week. Confused Alex Smith. Leonard Williams. Uh, you know, I labeled that as like the worst move of the offseason. Franchise tagging him, but he's played really well. So I will uh, give him credit there. Blake Martinez. Uh, I don't think is a great player, but actually has played uh, well for them. I think, I think he leads the uh, league in tackles and in green Bay, they always thought that he just like piled up these tackles, but was a terrible player. So I don't know if that's still happening, but it seems like he's playing a little bit better for them. And of course, in that game, that first matchup, it was, uh, you know, Mylotta, Opeta, Kelsey, Herbig, and I guess it was Lane Johnson to start. And then someone else came in. But uh, and Mylotta had said afterwards that you know he was his body was uh, was pretty tired in that game and that was his worst game. This week you're getting um, most of the guys back most likely: Peters, Sayamalu, Kelsey, Herbig, Lane Johnson. Which is uh, they actually had that starting lineup in week two. So it wait, will not so be is that the starting line? What is what is the Eagles' offensive line? Yeah. So actually, uh, I I will chime in here because Lane Johnson, when he was on the screen there, um, I'm I'm seeing reports from our, our our colleagues in the media said that. He's going to play that he got his ankle drained again during um, the, the bye week. But, uh, yeah, he's – And he, by the way, if Lane Johnson is able to play this week and play well and not get hurt and is, like, fine for the rest of the season, it tells you that that's what they should have done the whole time, give him a couple weeks off. Like, why did it take so long? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so so that he was able to practice more uh, this week. Uh, and, and so he'll he'll be in, in the lineup, but the ankle is something that he's probably going to have to deal with going forward here this season. And then also he's taking uh, Trey Thomas' his advice, for uh, and he will wear a knee brace now. You know, he, he oh. did have that knee injury, so you will see him in a, in a knee brace in the game. And what about Sayamalo? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so, so say Amalu, uh, we don't know yet. Doug did say he's, he's limited. Um, we will know in the next 24 hours, obviously if they activate him, if they don't activate him, my guess is we'll see Herbig and Pryor at, at guard. Is that what you think, Bo? And then if they do activate him, we'll see Isaac at left guard and Herbig at right guard. Now, I, but I think he was practicing with the ones in the open yes. portion of practice yesterday, right? Yes, correct. I think well, he's going right. to play because that means that like Herbig Herbig was practicing on the other side. Yeah, so I, I, I believe I believe Isaac's going to play. Now, I, I, I only said that we don't know because Doug said he was limited in practice this week, and we'll know definitively uh, they have an, until Saturday afternoon to activate him off of IR. And if they do that, obviously he's starting at left guard. Uh, but I'm, I'm still thinking that it's going to be Isaac at, at left guard, Herbig at right guard, and uh, you'll have Jordan Maialata as your swing tackle. And you'll have Matt Pryor as your interior guard. 
we don't need to relitigate this, but it remains um, insane that the Eagles are putting Jordan Mylott on the bench. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, let's get to Swooper Soarcasting. And we're doing a little bit of a change this week. Again, 12 predictions, but we're moving our turkey budget from 10 to 24 so that we can incentivize a little bit more of a back and forth on the betting. That means the baseline value for any prediction is two turkeys. So keep that in mind. Okay, wait, uh, wait. So I, I just want because I sometimes struggle let's clear, with Yeah, let's get it. Let's hash it okay. all out now. All right. I have twenty four turkeys. We all have twenty four turkeys. Uh and I I can start my bid at two turkeys. You can start your bid at one. Or twenty four. Or twenty four. You, you said the baseline your... you said the baseline's two. Meaning that that like there are twelve predictions and twenty four turkeys. So if if all the predictions were equal, everything would be worth two turkeys. Okay, but fair enough. Obviously, okay. there are going to be things that are likelier than not. So if I misinterpreted I, what you meant by baseline there. Yes. Okay. If I bet twenty four on the first one and then message you my prediction, can I leave? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, fair. Fair question. Uh, all right. Are we ready? Marissa, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. There's been a lot of really good ones in the chat, and I have a, I have a, about six picked out already, so we'll see which three I just randomly ne- decide. Next week, <laughs> next week no. we should just do all, uh, all uh, viewer ones. I don't need to be sending any of these in. Out of curiosity, do I get 26 turkeys? Because I think I had two left. Oh, he does. Oh, no, we ha- but we have to start that. I mean, are, is that how we're doing all right. it? You don't get the extra ones today, but moving forward, you can reuse unused turkeys. All right, so you can save them. You, you can save your turkeys this week. Do I get those week. two turkeys next week, though? No. You're, no you don't we're, get we're, so we're, I, I, we're wiping this slate clean. If you go back and listen to the tape, we literally said you can yeah, carry Yeah, but we were just trying turkeys. to be nice. That was Those are not the rules beforehand. Leave it to Bo changing the rules on the fly. He no, want me to have, no he you are the one who wants to change the rules on the fly. He doesn't want me to have the extra On the turkeys. fly. That's a, that, that might be your first in-show bird pun. Uh, one more question. So if I leave now, can I get my 24 turkeys next week? <laughs> yes, actually. But you are defending a, a super sorecasting win for the first time. Mm, okay. So, All right, All right let's go. Let's okay, go. and of course, for uh, anybody who's listening for the first time, you only get one point per correct answer. It is not – you don't get the points of turkeys. For anyone who's listening for the first time, well, welcome to not understanding anything about this like the rest of us. All right, let's go. All right. Number one, 
Alshon Jeffrey takes at least 15 offensive snaps. One. One. Who won that? That was pretty even. Two. Well, <laughs> going once, going twice. Three. Oh, Mr. Look at, look at the Alshon lover uh, over there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Where's the 17 jersey? I get to I get to be uh, this is good because I'm incentivizing anger for myself. <laughs> All right, okay. anyone want to top 3? All right, sold to Bo for 3 turkeys. Great. This is a lot of math I'm going to have to be doing in here. I got Come it. On, I was journalism. <laughs> okay. Next, Evan Ingram is the Giants' leading receiver in yards. Three. One, two. Did you say three, Shield? I said three, yeah. Okay. I'll go four. Whoa. Mm, Double E, Z, B. Okay. Anyone want a top four? Mm, can't do it. All right. Sold to Zach for okay. four. Okay. Miles Sanders has 75 yards from scrimmage, rushing and receiving. Three. Four. Ooh. Five. Zach? I mean, that's a pretty low bar. Uh, the Giants have a very good run six, defense. Six. Whoa. Mm, big spender. Six, doesn't want to leave over those turkeys. Oh, yeah. Spend them now. Anyone want six over six? Good. I like six. Ah, that's a pretty, I mean, that's a. Yeah, but the way you're, you're, this dumb game is set up, he's only getting one The point for that if he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. it's, yeah. Yeah. But last week I, I was conservative with my money and, or with my turkeys rather. And I thought I was carrying them over to the next week. And apparently, yeah. But, but I, now I you are both. carrying You them. didn't yeah. think that in the middle of the thing. You only yeah. wanted that uh, get out of jail free card at the end. Lots and we agreed of, to it. And we agreed to it. And yeah, now we were here. just being nice. You know, lots of comments in here. Count the turkeys. Count the legal turkeys. Re uh. Recount for the turkeys. Uh, a lot of people getting heated. Mm. All right. All so right. Zach for six. Seven. Zach gets it. All right. So Zach has 14 turkeys left. Yes. Okay. Sorry. How many have we done so far? Three? Three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, you've got all your turkeys. I've got 21 turkeys. <laughs> okay. I got 21 turkeys. <laughs> and they all and about they all us. About us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Zach has any idea what that was? <laughs> I didn't yeah, know what it was Zach, either. But Zach knows that song. I, I was responding to Pete about something. I, I guess me in the You can yeah, get I me don't in the bus. <laughs> I got twenty-one turkeys. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, the Eagles attempt multiple two-point conversions. Two. Hmm. Going once. Going twice, sold to Bo for two. Okay. Toughest thing is going to be for them to score two touchdowns. <laughs> okay. Carson Wentz has multiple turnovers. Three. Four. <laughs> what are you doing? My gosh. Big spender over here. <laughs> Four for multiple turnovers. My gosh. I mean, he's done it in like every game. I know. That's true. Uh, the, someone said this podcast should be called three people laughing and one responding to emails. <laughs> uh, what did you, you went four on that? Yeah. Four. All right. I'll go five. Woo. Okay. Yeah, so much for your progression to the mean. 
<laughs> that might be progression to the mean. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Zach, are you in on this or no? No, I'm saving my turkeys now. Okay. I, already spent, mm. I already spent 10 turkeys, so I'm trying to. All right. Build, yeah, I, I don't want to run out. So Sheila and I both have 19 turkeys left. Zach has 14. Mm-hmm. With Dallas seven predictions Goddard, remaining. Dallas Goddard leads the Eagles in receiving yards. One. One. Two. How did you go one if I went one, Bo? He can't, we, he has an issue with his yeah. Wi-Fi. I we, thought I was saying. There was about 10 seconds in between when I said it. And to me, and to me, it sounded like I was first. I went two. I'll go three. It's crazy. Okay. All right. Anyone want a top three? No. Okay. Okay. Bo's down to 16. All right. Carson Wentz does not turn over the ball. One. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Three. Uh, All right. So uh, if I win this, I would only be screwed if he had exactly one (laughs) turnover. Uh, No, I'm not going to go four on that. Uh, what? I'll go four. Oh, oh wow, this guy. Four. How many more are there, are there remaining here? There's. This, this will be the halfway point after this. So if I go five, I'm down to only nine turkeys. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll sit this one out. No. Okay. Yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, I have fourteen. Okay. okay, so Bo gets it for four. Okay. Is that what you had four? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you have twelve left. Okay, the Eagles score a touchdown of 40 yards or more. Three. One. Four. How do you even have any turkeys left? I've What's got 12 turkeys here? left. He's got 12. Five. Anyone want top five? All right. Okay. Sold to Sheil. So, Sheil, you're down to 14. 14 turkeys. Okay. Sheila and Zach both have 14 turkeys left, and I have 12 turkeys left. Okay. And there are uh, four questions remaining, four predictions remaining. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Eagles are trailing in the fourth quarter. Let's say to One. start the fourth. Uh, well, no. The no, I think at, any point, at okay. any at any point in the fourth quarter. Three, yeah, that's how three. it's written. Four. Five. Six. <laughs> Wow. You guys are pessimistic about this game. Going once. Chill, you have 14 left. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Sold to Bo for six. So Bo, how many, how Bo has six questions? left. Um, one, two. Three. three questions left. Yep, three. Oh, okay. okay. And Eagles linebacker or D lineman gets an interception. Ugh. One. Two. Uh, I'm I'm allowed to carry over turkeys. Bo's not going to uh, yeah. retroactively change the rules, right? No, you are okay. you are allowed to okay. carry over turkeys. Okay, so then yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, gonna... I have no interest in this one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you that one. Yeah. For okay. for how many did he get that for? For two. For nice two. deal. Okay. Okay, two left. 
Darius Slay gets his first interception. One. Three. Four. This guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely saving my turkeys here. Okay, so Bo gets that for four. Okay, I'm out of turkeys. Wow, Bo got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I got You're... seven. I have seven yeah. predictions. Wait till next week. Wait till next week. Yeah, one. You guys are going to save your we turkeys save. forever. See, we're, uh, we're each used to life with two kids. You know, you got to be financially responsible here. You can't just be out there buying turkeys all over the place. You're still new to this life. By the way, yeah. a, a good point from uh, from DeFop Ryan. Uh, the baseline for turkeys is actually six, not two, because it's 24 times three divided by 12. Oh, my gosh. What a <laughs> this guy. Unbelievable. You guys can figure it out yourselves. I can't. I'm not going to handhold you down on how to, how to bet. I've got seven, I've got seven okay. predictions here. You guys each have two. First I'm sorry. Of, I'm dusting first, you. First of all, we don't understand the rules ever, and then you give us false and you build a whole you know two-minute explanation uh, scolding Zach, and then you gave us the wrong uh, wrong. Yeah. Think for yourselves. Don't be sheep. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Wait, a little problem left. solving. He is. He's. He's. He's literally like a a candidate complaining about the rules of uh, you know. Uh, changing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm so, playing yeah. by the rules. You are the one complaining about the rules. <laughs> and, yeah, and then and then this is what he says when when he wins, it's okay. So this is I take this. I take yeah. this. A yeah. lot of similarities. The categories <laughs> he ridiculous. wins. The categories he wins are 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 legal. The, all the other categories, oh, everyone else did it wrong, right? Really? Really? Fly, no. Flying We're off all the playing by the same with, rules. Flying off the You're handle being... with his tweets. Yeah. Uh, yes. sh shady past job history. Uh, changing the rules. I take so fly. much offense to this. Uh, inability to deal with losing. You know, lots this of is, Yeah, he's going to – his Alaska His Alaska is going to be like the linebacker one. You know, he's, he's going he's gonna to win that with two turkeys and, and, like, remind us of that in five weeks. Yes. If I win the game, I will remind you. <laughs> Coming in I'm the sorry, you guys, are, I'm sorry you guys are, are too dumb to know the rules. Is he going to accept defeat though if he loses at the end of the year? That's we the know that question. we know the answer to that. It's no. Also, the, the similarities just stack up. Look at All those. Right. Look at those butt belts, baby. Okay. All right. What do we got? Are we done yet? No. We have one no, more. I think there's one left. We have okay. one more. Okay. Last but not least, Alshon Jeffrey has two plus receptions. Uh, one. Uh, four. I'm going to carry my turkeys then. Uh, I got 14 going the next week, so now I, I'm going to have 36 yep. turkeys. I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to be like a soccer team with a big transfer. Budget. You're still going to be holding on to them because you, you cannot get out of your conservative mindset. <laughs> I I don't apologize for these are not these these are not real dollars. These are fake turkeys. You can spend them. You don't have to save them. You you don't have you, to invest them in Apple. You measure twice and cut once. <laughs> All right, so to recap, Shield has uh, the Eagles will score a 40-plus yard touchdown. Alshon Jeffrey will have two-plus receptions, and Carson Wentz will have two-plus turnovers. Zach and, has, and 10 turkeys for next week. Yes. And 10 turkeys for next week. Zach has Evan Engram will lead the Giants in receiving, and Miles Sanders will have 75 yards combined from scrimmage with 14 turkeys, turkeys left over for next week. I have Alshon Jeffrey will play 15 snaps. The Eagles will attempt at least two two-point conversions. Dallas Goddard leads the Eagles in receiving. 
Wentz has no turnovers. The Eagles are trailing at some point in the fourth quarter. A linebacker or defensive lineman has an interception for the Eagles, and Darius Slay records his first interception. Lots of comments here. Uh, someone and said, I have 38 turkeys next week. Let's let's not. We have to include that. It's, I just it, said you have 14 turkeys <laughs> to carry over. Yes. Next okay. Week. I just want to make sure that's. Clear. I just slacked <laughs> it in our in our Slack channel, so we have it documented okay. and saved, yes. and okay. we have a place. You're on tilt. Uh, our our viewers would not let us. They they would know how many each has. Uh, uh, one comment is big zebra and flex on that European soccer knowledge. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Bo promoting consumerism and trickle-down economics. <laughs> uh, someone says, Zach measures three times and doesn't cut at all. <laughs> uh, when do Zach's turkeys vest? This what someone wants to know. Okay. <laughs> Those are all very good. You know, I was, I was listening good. to the uh, Sam Hinkie podcast the other day with, with Pablo Torre. And, uh, yeah, having the longest view in the room is a good thing to have. So. I don't think Kinky was talking about turkeys. <laughs> so, someone said Zach's really going to have a huge Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday. You're going to go over to Carson's house. This is your way to ingratiate yourself and get in, good, in Carson's good graces. You're going to bring all these turkeys over to his house. All right. We have to make predictions, right. I guess. We do. Do you have any? Did you want? Did, are, are there any of these baby questions you you teased on our text thread, Zach? Or you you don't have anything? I just didn't know if, if we were allowed to bring it up. You know, I I, oh. I I didn't know what the nature of you know. I respect privacy when it's you know when you when you want to be private about something. Okay. But, yeah. yeah I, I thought that was interesting. You know, to Bo, you were asking permission <laughs> to ask about his personal life after the guy asks you questions about every little detail yeah. of your That's t-shirts, your bike riding. Uh, how's the how's the uh, poop situation? Better. We had we had uh, some dicey uh, first couple days where uh, she was not pooping as much as she was supposed to but we are we are back in the clear up over her birth weight after uh, a couple uh, after our next check so we're doing good i will say going from the uh going from the boy to the girl the equipment change downstairs tough uh, tough adjustment wiping front to back easier i feel now no i'm much i'm much more scared about it zach what, what how did you feel You've had the same yeah. transition. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was a major adjustment. Yeah, there's, yeah that, that was a major adjustment there. <laughs> I feel like I've heard from friends no, who've had both that the uh, that the boy is more difficult. You know, you got to do some, some. No, lift, there's a lot more and moving. You know, there's I think the, the, the worry with boys is that you're going to get peed on. Okay. Um, but I feel As like you the, always say, uh, being of course, yeah, pee, better to be pissed yeah, off than pissed right, on. Right. Uh, but but I think. <laughs> To me, there's more concern um, with the with with the girl parts that you're gonna like you're gonna do something wrong. Yes, I agree. I agree. That, that yeah, that was an adjustment. Well, as I was, I'll share the story I shared with Bo. You know, he he was saying that uh, you know little Jane was having some early constipation issues. I said no one takes constipation more seriously than the Capadias. We 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 once had an uncle uh, visiting from. Uh, Mumbai, who was having some constipation issues, and he wanted to get on a plane and fly back. He was so uh, he was so distraught. We had to really we had to really make sure we were giving him some remedies to uh, to cure that. So uh, you see, I I would probably wait long... until I I would probably fly back after the constipation issues are are figured out. You don't want that coming up when the flight to Mumbai. That's uh, that's a good point. That's a long how time. long was he there when when this happened? 
I don't know. I just have a distinct memory of being in my uh, so cousin's crazy. house in Catonsville, <laughs> Maryland. You know, that's where that's where my uh, uncle who lives here lives, and uh, uh, other brother was visiting from uh, from Mumbai, and it was a, it was of much consternation. <laughs> my dad constipation was consternation trying to do everything to uh, help out his, his now what were the mother. what were the remedies i that i don't remember you know usually mm. i will you know i don't know how much we really want to get into this but the uh but <laughs> not but too the, much but the masala cha usually can can mm. do the trick so Gets things uh, moving. yeah i'm sure that was a part of the remedy okay <laughs> All right. I'm sure. <laughs> rate, rate and review. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, did you? Do you have a, a sandwich? Well, well, we only had a, you know, we. It takes it, time to populate. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to give it. So next week on Friday, I will hand out two pastificio sandwiches. So if you weren't listening earlier this week, probably should have gotten this out there at the beginning of the pod. But uh, I will be buying a one pastificio sandwich per week of the remaining season to a listener who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts. So get those reviews in and next Friday during our YouTube pod, I will pick two reviews and uh, we'll get you your sandwiches or your gift cards. And Zach, of course, will be buying 14 turkey sandwiches for a lucky listener. No, but I, I, I would, I, I would like to find a, a way to get in on this, and and perhaps it's a, it's, it's as in another you want Shield to buy you a sandwich? No, no, no. <laughs> where where we can support, you know, you know, local places. Uh, if, if yes, there's a good. Uh, if there's a good, um, I mean, my favorite food is pizza, as as we've discussed. So maybe a slice of pizza for a uh, listener every week. I'll, I'll, Mm, you're gonna go to a slice. You can't do a or, whole pie. Or a whole pie, but I mean, you, you have to get your whole family for the pie, right? Like, you can't just, yeah. Um, uh, he's thinking of a gesture. I was thinking of like, a, yeah. All right, I, I can workshop it. Yeah, yeah so I can yeah. workshop it. Yeah. I mean, you don't need Bobo doesn't need to like crush you. You're trying to do something nice. Here. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> Bo's like, no sides, no side. What about a drink? <laughs> yeah, these people gotta eat. <laughs> Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods.
All right, let's get to our. Oh my god, uh, I can't believe we're not done yet. All our right. crystal ball eagle <laughs> predictions. Is it still a three and a half for the Giants? I'm looking right now on the app uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's minus three, and the over under is forty four and a half. Oh, minus mm. three. So okay. Who would like to lead things off? Uh, I can. I I have the. Uh, I think it's gonna be. A, I really think the. There's such a wide range of outcomes for this game in the second half of the season. I, I think it would not surprise me if Wentz comes out. They figured some things out offensively. He's got his full supporting cast, and all of a sudden they put up you know 30 plus points, and people are feeling really good about the second half of the season. On the other hand, it would not surprise me if uh, Wentz hits the two turnovers in the first half. They've had these conversations about, you know, what what do we do next time this happens? And Jalen Hurts is starting the second half against the Giants. So I really think there's a wide range of outcomes. But I'm going to play it relatively safe. I think it's going to be a competitive, tight game. I, I really don't think there's a huge difference between these two teams right now. Uh, I do. Uh, I was tempted, actually, to pick the Giants because I went against Zach's uh, premise that the Eagles are going to win their remaining NFC East games. And I thought, you know what, this could be one that's sort of uh, gets away from them, but uh, I didn't have the guts to do it. So I've got Eagles uh, 23, and I can't remember if I said 20 or 21 on my uh, WIP hit. At that time, I thought the line was three and a half. So I have the Giants covering. So I'll go to, I think it was 21. Eagles 23, Giants 21. I I will jump in here. Uh, I like the Eagles in the in this matchup. I, I, I should preface this by saying Doug Peterson's teams have – have been kind of the opposite of, of Andy Reid's teams after the bye week. You know, we, we uh, talk about Doug when he has extra time to prepare for those Thursday – or, or I'm sorry, less time to prepare for those Thursday night games. It seems when he has extra time to prepare, not as good, excluding the Super Bowl, obviously. But uh, even that Super Bowl season, they came out of the bye. They were flat against Dallas, if, if you remember down there. And then they exploded in the second half. Uh, last year, I think they played the Patriots out of the bye. Um so uh, I, I, I think there's the possibility that they're slow coming out of it. But I, I actually think they're, they're going to be ready for this game. I'm expecting a better Carson Wentz. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's, it's going to be like an onslaught. But uh, I, I think Carson's more responsible with the ball. Uh, the Eagles are better equipped for this game. I, I have them covering. I will go Eagles 24, Giants 20. Okay. Um, I think I, I agree with a lot of what uh, what you were both were saying and what she was saying about, you know, both paths seem uh, pretty feasible here. Um, you know, we're all sort of slaves to recency bias, and uh, it is true that the Eagles are getting all these guys back. They're a little bit healthier. On paper, they should be able to be the best team in this division. Um, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, since I'm wearing the Masters polo, it reminds me a little bit of Rory McIlroy, where, like, Big heading class. into every – uh major you're like this guy he's like the most talented player in the world um it's this is going to be the time for him to turn it on and we sort of ignore maybe maybe we are trying to overcorrect against recency bias and like this eagles team it's they're not good and the idea that everything is going to be fine because these guys are coming back i think is is a little bit highfalutin and they were healthy in the beginning of the season and they weren't good then now they've got Travis Fulgham in the mix, and and that's a nice uh, adjustment. But I think the idea—I mean, basically—if they win this game, the division is mostly wrapped up. They can, as we talked about, they could lose the next five games and still be in probably pole position. And I don't think I don't think this team's season is heading towards 
a place in which they can coast down the stretch. I think they're going to still have to, to scratch and claw for everything. And so I think the Giants are going to win this game. Oh, I'm going to take a uh, a Giants victory because I think this this season is uh, going to be a difficult one. So give me the Giants. Uh, let's say 23-22. He mm. spends the whole offseason ripping on Joe Judge, and now he's he's picking these these Joe Judge Giants. Yeah, but well, he he has a history with Giants coaches in the past. That's true. He, he was big on Pat Shermer uh, back in the day. Uh, and now it's uh, now it's Joe Judge. Now I should get my second half prediction because I, I feel like I've written uh, 17 pieces about predictions this week. And so to tie them all together, I feel like at some point uh, Jalen Hurts is going to play play quarterback. And I also believe that the Eagles are going to win a playoff game. So I don't know how those two are going to tie together. If Hertz is going to be good, if it's going to light a fire under Wentz and he's going to come back and play better. But those are sort of my two predictions for the second half of the Eagles season. If I can, I, I, I know you guys want to go here or at least shield, but yeah, no, that's uh, right. the thing uh, we did not get to this on the last podcast because we were tied up. Um, what happens if it's better to be worse to be tied up than tied down. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, if if uh, Carson were to struggle and they made that move, they they went to Jalen Hurts. But unlike Kevin Cobb, Jalen Hurts looks outstanding. Like Jalen Hurts, and he just you just roll with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I think if he's bad or if he's mediocre, you're probably going back to Wentz. And if he's great, like those are the outcomes you want. You want either Hurts mm-hmm. plays great and yeah. you stick with him or it lights a fire under Wentz. Like it's grasping for straws. It might not uh, do anything. I don't even know if lighting a fire under Wentz, like, I, I, you know, that's a cliche talk. I don't think he's like, you know, I think he's trying. I don't think he needs yeah. really, but it's, you know, sometimes those things happen where it takes like a change like that and maybe you play a little differently or something. So I, I think those would be the, two outcomes i think if Hurts like plays okay but turns it over i think you probably are going back to wentz but if he plays really well then you stick with him so if if let's say you know and the topic of accountability has come up this week in mike sandoz quarterback's tier column he had an opposing offensive coordinator said the coaches aren't holding carson wentz accountable no one's there holding is, is holding him accountable so let's say hypothetically carson wentz has three first half turnovers Coaching staff holds him accountable, benches him in the second half, just like they did against the Ravens. Jalen Hurts comes out, looks outstanding. Does Jalen Hurts start the following week? Yeah. If he looks outstanding, then yes. Really? And wow, that would be like fascinating. If you're going to play but, him, you have yeah. to be prepared for that possibility. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. No, that's. You don't think so, Zach? No, I. Or you just think it's. I'm, I, I, I was raising the question because if, mm. if you go to Hurts, then I think once you go to him, you have to be willing to accept the possibility that he earns the job. Yeah. But if, if, if you're doing that, then you're accepting the possibility. It's the end of the Carson Wentz era. Like, like you were acknowledging, yeah. like you have it's, to accept it's... the possibility. But that, that, pos- makes... that possibility comes with the outcome that we talked about when they drafted Jalen Hurts, right? It was that uh, there are different outcomes for it. This is you're, you, if you're in the if you're watching this, if you're listening, you don't root for you're not rooting for Carson Wentz. You're rooting for the Eagles, and so what's the best outcome for the Eagles? A great outcome would be Carson Wentz plays great and turns his season around. Another great outcome would be Jalen Hurts gets a shot, 
and he plays great. I mean, that that's a winning outcome for them. Now it's a, it might be a f- more far fetched outcome. I don't know if that would be to happen or not, but that like is still a win. I know it might be sort of hard to accept given the emotional investment fans have made in Carson Wentz, but if Hertz comes in there and is playing great now, all of a sudden you have a, uh, you know, an above average quarterback on a rookie contract. And that's a great place to be, even though Wentz's contract is obviously still a factor. And so and last I said question. this well, and I said this on the on the chat the other day, but the way that this season has played out as badly as Carson Wentz has played is sort of calling the bluff on the Eagles drafting of Jalen Hurts because this is exactly the scenario that you would have drafted Jalen Hurts for 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 backup for a plan B for a quarterback who is not very good, whether it's injury or poor play, and they are not. They have not yet gone to that uh, to that well. And the flip side is, this is an offense that is struggling that could use a, a, a jolt, and maybe it would have been with the you know the two quarterback uh, personnel with with Jalen Hurts on the field that was working very well. And the worse that Wentz has played, the more they've gone away from that. So I think it sort of lays bare that there there really was no plan. Now that that said, it could still happen over the next couple of weeks. But if Carson Wentz continues to be this bad, and Jalen Hurts does not get a shot. I think it sort of lays bare that that why that was such a bad pick because in in both cases they are not going to what uh you know theoretically the reason was for drafting it. So that's interesting. Yeah. So so my last question for you guys then on the on this would be that uh, like disregard the conversations in the coaches meeting room. Do you think any time during these past 2 weeks Doug has spoken to Howie and or Jeffrey Lurie about this possibility? I, I would think yes. the answer to that would be yes. I'm, you know, that's not an informed, uh, I've heard this any, you know, type of thing, but I right. would think that that would have to be a conversation they have had. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, purely speculation. I am, I am sure, especially during the buy that there have been like check-ins where that's, yeah. this has been brought up. Yeah. Something to monitor. Yeah. That was our yeah. best segment. We should have led with that. <laughs> we should have led with that. <laughs> Probably should have. As uh, always. Well, disre- the turkeys, too. Yeah, as always, disregard the first, like, <laughs> 80% of the show, and then, uh, you know, tune in for the end. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks to everybody for listening. Zach and I will be back on Sunday with the postgame pod. Uh, I think she'll, if the Eagles <laughs> – how about if the Eagles score 50 points in this game? Then you yeah. have to come on a post. How about if Jalen Hurts comes in the game? If, if Jalen Hurts takes over? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was your prediction. <laughs> we want you on the hook. I'm not, we need a little something. I'm not committing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if, there's so, if there's something like that, yeah. I think I would be inclined to come okay. on, but I'm not willing to commit. Okay. Fair enough. As has been my want. In, uh, Maybe we'll get Greg Rosenthal instead. There you go. Yeah. He's, he, he's the one who called it a crossover week. So I think we got to, you know. We can sort of uh, cash some of those turkeys over there if we need a guest. There you go. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks to everybody for listening and for watching along on YouTube. Make sure you do rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment if you want to be eligible for Shield's sandwich. And uh, for Marissa, Zach, and Shield, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you. <laughs>